You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hello, hello, healthcare professionals. Welcome, welcome. I hope that you're really enjoying this time of year. I know I am. It is a really busy time. I'm sure it is for you as well. We have three family birthdays in the first week of December. We are really busy at work and with holiday events and parties, and it just kind of feels like uh, everything's going at light speed and just getting everything ready for Christmas. We celebrate Christmas in our family, and it's getting so much more fun as our daughter is getting older. In the past, whenever the holidays would come around, it really whizzed by, and I always felt like I missed them because I didn't get to soak up all of the things that I wanted to do for the holidays. And so the past few years, I have been intentionally doing things to celebrate the holidays. Small things like going to this place called Rogers Garden. It's by my office. It's by my house. It's beautiful. It's so peaceful. It's basically a nursery, but they have all this holiday stuff around. They have a holiday boutique and they decorate it so beautifully for the holidays. So that's one thing that I like to do. Also getting holiday treats here and there is really fun. Driving around, looking at people's Christmas lights or their holiday decor. I love doing that. So back in August, I actually marked additional days off from my work schedule so I could prepare for the holidays and do my holiday activities. And I want to encourage you to do the same if this is what you want. I know in healthcare, a lot of people are busier than ever because all the patients want all the treatment before the holidays, but taking a few extra days off for personal and family time will only help you. I just wanted to mention that to you. So let's get into today's episode. Today, I want to talk to you about communication, specifically about speaking the same language as your audience, whether it's speaking their language on social media or with a patient who is in your office already, you can apply this episode to so many different aspects of your business. So if you follow me on Instagram, I'm just at Dr. Yazin there, then you'll likely know that back in September, I took three weeks off work and went to Europe. We went to Paris, Prague, and Italy. And I want to specifically talk about an experience we had in Prague. So everyone told us Prague was beautiful and it was amazing. And because my husband and I had never been there, we decided that when we were there, that we were going to do a tour of the area. So now, if you know me personally, like on a personal level, you'll know that I'm not into these things. I don't like to do scheduled tours because I like to be on my own time. It's even harder now with a baby. Like we don't want to do something that's extremely scheduled because we didn't know what was going to happen with her food, her nap, whatever. So I like to create my own tours. I usually like to find a driver who can kind of create a tour for us. I don't like to join a bunch of people I don't know and go on like a three or four hour tour of a specific area. That is not fun for me. My husband and I don't enjoy that. We like to do our own personalized tours and see what we want to see and do what we want to do. Even like when we go to the Louvre, we just like to get an idea of the things that we want to look at ahead of time and then just go and do our own tour on our own. We don't want to actually do a guided tour. Maybe when our daughter is older and we want her to learn more of the history and all of that, maybe we'll do it then, but it's just not fun for us. So we try not to do those things. So in Prague, by the way, this episode will totally help you out. So just bear with me. So in Prague, 
there were these tours available where a driver picks you up and takes you all the way around Prague and you get to decide on a 60 minute, 90 minute or 120 minute tour. And you get to go on different areas and see the places and hear about all the places and learn a few things. Well, I wanted to see what Prague had to offer, but I really wanted to see the Prague castle. It was like this thing that I talked about for three days straight of going to see the castle. And so when we found this tour, I was so excited because one of the stops was the Prague castle. So we decided to do a 60 minute tour because we had our daughter with us and we didn't know if she could last more than an hour. So we talked to our hotel and they set it up and they asked them all the questions. And so an hour later, we met our tour guide at the front of our hotel. Now, I will say there was a, a language barrier. He spoke very little English. And we didn't speak his language at all, but usually this isn't an issue when we are in another country. Somehow we always figure it out. Uh, so before we get into the car, like we're standing outside the hotels, before we got in, I asked the tour guide some details about the tour. I wanted to make sure that we would have some time to stop and take a few pictures at some locations. I brought my camera. I wanted to make sure that we would be going to the Prague castle, even though it was indicated that we were going there from the brochure, but I just wanted to make sure. Now, I wasn't expecting to go inside any of these places. I just wanted to see them from the outside and just take a few pictures. So I was making sure this was the case before we took off. And the tour guide reassured me that it was. Like I showed him the camera and I was like, if we could stop and get out and take some pictures. And he was like, yeah, 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 whatever, right? So we start driving and he starts going to the locations and he would turn around and mumble something to us about some century. And I had no idea what he was actually saying or talking about. And I want to say he was probably telling me what century the building was built in or whatever, but I wasn't understanding any of the history or even what the building was or the significance of the location or any of it. And so after we had driven to a few locations, we got to one area that was really beautiful and I wanted to stop and take a photo. So when we were stopped at a light, I asked him when we would be stopping for pictures because so far we just like literally just like whiz by places and he would point at things and like mumble some words. I had already pulled out my camera and everything and then he was like, no, there's no time for pictures. And I was so confused because before we left, I made sure we would be able to do that. And he said, yes. So like for the next 10 minutes, I was trying to negotiate with him to stop so we could take some pictures in front of some of these places. And he basically said no. So then I started trying to negotiate with him to skip some locations so that we would have time in front of at least the Prague castle so we could stop and I could look at it and enjoy it for like, literally, I just wanted like three minutes there and maybe even take some photos. And then he was like speaking to me and what I could make out from what he was saying was that he wasn't able to skip any of the locations because he had to stay on route. So I was very disappointed, but decided I would enjoy the tour for what it was. We went to all the locations. I had no idea what this tour guide was saying. Every time we passed something, he yelled out a century. I had no idea what he was trying to tell us. We passed by the Prague castle very, very uh, quickly from a distance, which I really thought that we would at least be going up front because that's kind of what he explained to me in the beginning. Like, yeah, we go right up front, but we were pretty far away. So we didn't go up front. We drove by in a distance and 
and didn't eventually really stop in front of it at all. He just pointed and said Prague Castle and yelled out some century and then kept driving. And it was kind of one of those rolling stops. Like he, he wasn't even stopping in front of any of these places. So I had imagined this being completely different. So anyways, he dropped us back off at our hotel. And at the end, I was still glad that we did the tour. I got to see some things, even if it wasn't how I expected it. And even if I didn't really get as much out of the experience that I wanted to, but I was glad we did it. So then I asked him how we would pay him. I was pretty sure the hotel charged it to our room already and that they had paid him. So we kept going back and forth because I just wanted to make sure he couldn't understand me. I couldn't understand him. My daughter started getting really fussy since it was her nap time and I started getting really frustrated. So my husband just walked into the hotel and confirmed concierge had paid him and charged a room and then came out front where I was waiting and trying to speak to this tour guide. And basically he said, okay, we're all paid up. Let's go inside. So the experience really reminded me of what it's like to not speak the same language as your patient or your potential patients. So whether it's a consult or before uh, before a procedure or even a post on Instagram, when your patients can't understand you, they don't have the experience you want them to have. I did not have the experience I wanted to, nor was it the experience the company wanted me to have when I was on that tour in Prague. When you aren't getting conversions on consults or you're unable to convert followers into patients, it's because people aren't understanding you. You can't communicate with them properly. Now, this is, doesn't go for everything because sometimes it just takes time. You know, the average person needs to see your message about 16 times before they take you up on it. Sometimes they're a new follower, whatever. But if you've been at this for a long time and it's not converting, or if you're getting people in your chair for consults and they're saying no, it's because you probably aren't communicating well with them. You aren't speaking the same language as them. You're not on the same page. You aren't meeting them where they're at. So this tour guide, I mean, obviously there was an actual language barrier and we literally weren't speaking the same language, but also metaphorically, we weren't speaking the same language either, right? He wasn't communicating to me in a way that made the experience of this tour positive for me. I wouldn't go and tell all my friends and family and post on social media that this tour was amazing. I made it the best I could for myself, but that's because I managed my own mind about it. It had nothing to do with the tour and what they had to offer. This tour guide wasn't meeting me where I was at. He wasn't communicating what the tour actually was. And because of the language barrier, I assumed what it was from the information I could gather from the pamphlet and in our conversations prior to leaving our hotel and with the concierge. And I assumed what the tour would be only to find out it was completely different. So you don't want your people to feel this way, whether it's speaking to them on social or managing patient expectations in your practice, you don't want them to feel like their experience was different than what you made it seem out to be. You don't want them to feel like you don't understand them or like they don't understand you. You need to speak their language. That's why managing patient expectations is so important. Like when a patient sits in my chair and they're like, so when I'm done, my teeth are going to be perfect, right? I'm like, no, they're not going to be perfect. God didn't make them perfect. I can't either, right? I'm like, it's going to be enhanced. It's going to look much better. It's not going to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect, right? I just right up front, I manage their expectation. Or when they come in with like a really dark front tooth, I know I always give this example, but it's just, it's happened so much. And they're like, okay, so it's going to look just like my other one. I'm like, no, it's not going to look just like the other one. This is a very compromised tooth and the darkness at the gum line just cannot go away. But 
compared to what you have now, it's going to look so much better. And then I show them photos and then they could see it's not perfect. All the photos I'm showing them, they're not perfect. They're better, right? So managing their expectations is so important. So how do you know if this is actually happening? How do you know if you are not speaking the same language as your patient, whether it's online or in your office or whatever? Well, if you aren't converting your followers into patients, it's a good indicator to me that your messaging is off, that you're not speaking in their language. How you would describe their pain points and problems is not how they would describe their pain points and problems. So for example, if you're selling a treatment for chicken pox, but someone has never heard of chicken pox, they won't understand that your treatment is for them. So if you're like, yeah, come and get this cream for your chicken pox, it's going to lessen your symptoms or your child's symptoms or whatever, they don't know that you're speaking to them. But if instead you come out and say, do you or does your child have red bumps all over and a fever and a rash that looks like this? And is it itchy? And whatever other symptoms are present with the chicken pox, then they may be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm interested. Let's learn more about this, right? You have to learn to speak in the same language as your patient. You do this by consistently putting out captions and seeing who it resonates with. You do this by showing up regularly and evaluating how your posts are doing. You do this by being willing to be bad at it at first. So to spend weeks or months posting without converting and tweaking things just to see what ends up converting, you have to learn to be bad at it before you're good at it. So I want to give you an example. Like I used to have, I still have it, but a race car. And I used to take it out on a racetrack and I would race it. I would go with my brother. It was a really fun thing that we would do together. And this is something I go over with my coaching clients as well. When they go into consults and I, I help them change the way that they're doing their consults because they're not converting. Right. And then I get them to convert like 90 to hundred percent of the time. It's pretty crazy. So basically when they go out, when you go out on a racetrack, the first run of the race is like you do a bad job. You expect to do a bad job, right? You've got to learn the, t the track, not just know the theories, not just know where to hit the apex of the turns, when to heel toe downshift, like not just learn by theory of like where you're supposed to do it, but by the experience of it. So going on the racetrack for the first time, you experience the racetrack and what you need to do. And then when you go out again, it's like you already know the track and then you could put all the things that you really know into that experience. And then you get better and better, right? Like the second time you run it, you're better. The third time you run it, you're even better. The fourth time you run it, you're even better. If you come back a second day, you can just crush it, right? So it's the same concept here. You have to willing to be bad at it, be bad at putting out content, make videos that you will cringe <laughs> watching later, uh, put posts out that you'll look back and be like, okay, that obviously made no sense, right? You have to will it be willing to be bad or do your consults for a new treatment or um, just any treatment and be willing to be bad at it at first, just so that you can get better and better and better. And let me tell you, it is so worth it to do this work because when you can nail down your messaging online, not only do you get people coming in your office pre-sold, meaning they are ready to say yes to your treatment plans, but you learn how to speak to your existing patients in a way to make sure you're converting at a higher rate on your consults. 
This work is so worth doing. So listen to your patients, use their exact words. When patients tell me they hide their smile in photos, I write that in my captions. I put that in my marketing. When people tell me things like, I've always had a problem with this one front tooth. I've had this crown replaced five times and I've always hated it. That's what I use in my captions. I use their words. I use their language. I also don't use big terms. I speak to my patients and my potential patients like they're five because I want to make it simple and I want them to understand everything I'm saying. If it starts to get too complicated, it becomes confusing and their brain shuts off. They say no to treatment or they just keep scrolling on Instagram. I don't want my patients being confused. I don't want them to not understand what I'm saying. So I explain things to them in the simplest way possible and I speak their language. I actually developed this skill by intentionally listening to patients. So years ago in my practice, I had this issue where I would explain to the patient what needed to be done and why and what the next steps were. And I felt like I was very clear, like very, very clear. And then my office manager would go in to schedule the patient and she would come grab me and be like, the patient had no idea what they're being scheduled for. And they seemed so confused. And it was this situation that was reoccurring. So I finally told my office manager to come sit in the rooms with me while I was talking to the patients and help me understand where the patient gets lost. Because I kept telling her, I'm so clear about everything. And at the time she was very new to dentistry and my practice. So she was just someone who knew what the average person knew about dentistry. So she started sitting in on the consults with me. And as soon as she picked up that the patient was confused, she would ask me to rephrase what I was saying, or she would help translate what I was saying to the patient. And this was such a great learning experience for me. I definitely wasn't trying to have an ego about anything. I wasn't, I, I just wanted to learn how to speak to the patient so that they understood because I didn't want to spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes, an hour with a patient and explain all these things and then have them leave or then not schedule or have them, you know, with the person that's scheduling them and then being like, wait, I don't, I didn't, I, nobody told me that I needed this or blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, I was like, no, I was very clear, like very, very clear. I told them exactly what it was. I explained the process exactly as it was. And then I started understanding how much their brain could retain, when I needed to categorize things, like when I needed to stop talking and tell them like, hey, this is an issue and we're going to talk about this, but first let's deal with this issue, right? So it took the experience of having somebody else there to point out when the patients started getting confused. My goal was just to learn how to speak to patients so they understood, like really understood. Because alone with me, I thought they really understood. They would nod their heads yes, they had no questions, but as soon as I left, there were a ton of questions. So doing this process with my office manager in the room and breaking everything down made it really apparent where the connection was breaking. And through this process, I learned how to speak to my patients, and I learned how to speak to people online. Spend some time thinking about how you communicate to your patients or potential patients, whether it's online and your practice, all of it, and think about how you could speak to them in the same language as them. I promise it will go further than you think. Now, if you want to learn how to hone in on your messaging, if you want to learn how to pre-sell patients before they walk into your office, then make sure to join me on my free masterclass called Instagram Prescription. I teach you the four secrets to turning Instagram into a dependable stream of high quality patients. 
do yourself a favor and register by going to dryazin.com slash masterclass. And I will also link it in the show notes for you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.